February 4th, 2021. We're here. It's been a week. It's a Thursday. It's nice. It's sunny. The weather app keeps telling us that it's going to be something else, but it keeps being sunny. And we're fine with it. We're just going to take it. At this point, anyone who lies to us, we're just going to take it. Got the chance and the opportunity and the privilege to visit one of the nicest cities in the Los Angeles County. One of the nicest, most well-kept and clean districts in the region. And uh, such, such friendly faces. I don't go out here enough. It's too far for me, and I don't go there enough. But man, I got to say, all the people are so happy looking. Whether it's poor or rich, everybody just has that warm attitude about them that you would find in a country like Iran. Like a third world country that just welcomes strangers into their home. Because their name is Anthony Bourdain. And if you guessed the city being Venice Beach, you guessed correctly. A beacon of hope and light in this city, Venice Beach. Come check out what's under our bridges. They have catering tables. They have fire pits. They have public restrooms they have sinks to wash your hand people are bartering there's a huge economy in venice beach that's not even through the banking system which is like a huge fuck you to the established banking system and you know the financial uh prison that we're all shackled to these people have gone full Holistic, full natural. It's inspiring. I went out there to uh, get the batteries in my watch replaced and I had time to kill. So I went around. I considered getting myself a matcha latte, but I didn't like the decor inside and I felt like my TikTok wasn't popping enough to enter this facility. So I didn't go inside. Then I kept walking and, you know, people are fine. It's uh, it's fine. It's a fine place. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. That place. It is upsetting. The the it's literally like ten years ago. I remember having conversations with our friends and cousins about how it's crazy to see things, pictures from India, New Delhi, whatever they're calling it now. Uh, because when I was growing up, it was a different name. I don't know what it's called now. New Delhi, Delhi. Mumbai, what is it? Tell me what to call it. What's your pronoun, Delhi? So you would see a photo, it would be like this beautiful house, and then next to it would be a shanty. And that is literally Venice Beach, Los Angeles. You have a beautiful, well, beautiful is a stretch. You have one of these mansions that are cubicles. It's just a series of cubes that have been placed on top of each other with big windows. The windows are cool, but the whole thing just lacks soul and coziness. It's just a sterile, like the people who own it. And of course, the people are, who own it are in the tech world and they they ride their scooters and the, the one-wheel skateboards and 
whatever. And you have that. And then right outside of it is a house on the sidewalk that some guy put together with a tarp. And next to it is like a Audi that has all the windows rolled down, but it has tarps covering it all. The guy's living in his car, but the car is an Audi. And the whole thing's just like emptied out and the guy just lives in it. There are RVs parked on the side. There are buses parked on the side and people live in these things. So it's like a Burning Man, which is cool because Venice Beach loves Burning Man. A lot of people from Venice Beach love Burning Man. Just something about the water out there just creates the same kind of human. And we could go into, you know, water contains vibrational messages and what are we other than, uh, you know, centers of energy that translate energy into experience. You know all this stuff. So there's something going on in, in, Ari in Arizona, in Venice Beach, also Arizona, because you know, anywhere you go, at least let's just stick to America. I'm sure if you live in a different country, you have some village that everyone's like a different thing. It has to be with the water. Could be with the pressure of the atmosphere and so on. But there's something in water that I think creates Australian influencer girls. Russian models with big lips. has to be the water. And there is something in the water in Venice Beach that makes everyone act a little bit more cunty. I don't know what it is. But every person who's not living on the street in Venice has this attitude, this aura, and they're all trying to cleanse their chakras like their chakra centers all over the all over all over the place in Venice Beach. Their auras has a shade of cuntiness to it that you can't replicate or find in, say, Rancho Cucamonga, which is a city if you don't know where that is. Rancho Cucamonga. What are we going to call the city? Cucamonga. Hmm. They'll change that in a few years. Someone's going to have a problem with Cucamonga one day and be like, that used to be the Indian chief's wife's name. We need to change it to Ran Rancho Stephanie. Rancho Estefania. Mark, mark my words. Because I know a lot of you come here for the predictions. And I'm giving it to you. Based on what I channel. Because I try to keep my chakras and my aura squeaky clean. So when I go to Venice for my chakra appointment, I don't have to do too much. I only have to pay $5,000 a session, but I'm happy to do it because the cleaner I am, the cleaner people are around me. The bigger the crystal that I stick inside of myself, the better useful, purposeful individual I become for those around me. So I'm happy to do it. It is no thing. Don't thank me, obviously. It's volunteering on behalf of Osho.
in return, he's going to give me a Rolls Royce or 10. Maybe a nice watch. Maybe a crazy Indian girl as my assistant who's going to become power hungry. I'm, of course, talking about Wild Wild Country, the documentary. Shout out to Netflix for sponsoring the podcast. Those kids were getting wild in Oregon. And conservative Christian people were like, nah. And then Nike, whose owner had a ranch next to these hippies, was also like, nah. So they kicked him out. Long story. But pretty much every person who left the Osho commune grounds ended up finding their, themselves either in Berkeley, San Francisco, Brooklyn, or Venice Beach. And they opened up a chakra center. They opened up a aura photography studio. They established Burning Man. It's all connected. All is one, which is their lesson also. I'm sure he has said it in his sermons where all things are one. They're walking around with their coffee drinks and their yoga pants and their auras. And they're talking about the market. They're talking about who the fuck knows while there's a guy fingering his own butt on the side of the road because he just took a shit in the bushes. That's Venice Beach. It is a beacon of hope. And if any state in the United States, in this union, has doubts about how to run their city and their county, they need to come visit Los Angeles and Venice Beach because they'll find inspiration here for sure. And I'm sure they can find, they can find time to talk to our mayor, the beautiful Eric Garcetti, the competent Mayor Garcetti, and get some pointers. And it's also interesting that homeless people, the COVID didn't rip through them. Remember that at the beginning of COVID, they're like, what are we going to do about these old homeless people? They're outside. They're going to get it because apparently COVID just floats through the sky and you need to wear three masks to stop it. For some reason, homeless people are super immune. I don't know how that works. Maybe because you're exposed to all the elements all the time, it, the, you know, the, the, the uh, the virus comes over and is like, Ugh, this is rough. I don't even want to move here. So they leave. They move on. They keep floating about until they find someone with a more gentrified lung. And then they settle there. Because these people must have a rough situation inside. Or they're superhumans and... Maybe they're all just shamans and we're all judging them for being homeless people. But maybe they have all said no to worldly possessions and have found Buddha and are just doing it. And we think like, oh, the guy is talking to himself. Maybe he's having a talk with an entity. Like when I'm driving down Melrose, it doesn't happen often, but when I do, if I'm seeing a person on the side of the road who doesn't look too showered, and they're yelling at the top of their lungs at a, at a thing that I don't see. I don't see it. 
They see it. And who's to say it's not there? What if they're trying to negotiate with a demon? That'd be crazy if these people were actually <laughs> the light workers of our society. And we're all like, nah, we need to solve the homelessness crisis. It's like, no, they're trying to solve us. They're trying to solve the sleep the sleep paralysis problem, which is us, glued to our phones, looking at the screen, thinking our opinion matters, having FOMO of some fucking influences trip to some elephant's asshole, thinking like, oh, I need to go on a trip. I need to go on a trip. I need to travel. I love traveling. Traveling is my identity. I've gone to 30 places. Trust me, bitch. That's our identity now. They're trying to save us. So we connect with the little things where we find community, where we live with our neighbor, neighbors in simpler ways. Who would Jesus be down with? Or even Muhammad. Let's get fucking inclusive here. Who would they be down with? A homeless person or uh, Mark Zuckerberg, let's say, or some tech nerd from Venice. Who would they be down with? I don't know. I haven't met either of them. But it's fun to think and consider, right? Somehow COVID just said no to that group of people. I don't know how. Because it seems like in Iran, it is ripping through people. And it's like, why? How? Why there? Is it the air quality? Is it the food quality? Is it in the water? I don't know. But I miss the and it, it's an, it's a, ignoring the the homeless population at least in, in in LA. So maybe they are actually shamans because they're healthy. And maybe next time I see a person who's yelling at a stoplight, I need to stop feeling bad for them. Maybe I'm just witnessing a hostage, hostage negotiation going on between a light worker and a demon who has possessed the soul and body of an influencer who's out there making hot girl faces and seducing men into depleting their life force. Could be. I don't know. I need to have an open mind. Because it, it is possible. <laughs> yeah, man. Venice is rough. Venice is rough, rough, rough. But, you know, what can you do? I avoid it. I've avoided it my entire uh, life in L.A. And since 2001. I think... Altogether, if I were to count how many times I've been to Venice, I think it's less than 100. I would say it's less than 30. I, I think. I don't know. I could be lying. But it's crazy to think that I've lived in L.A. I would say what? Like at most 30 miles away from Venice throughout all these years. I've only been to Venice that many times. And 
Bill Clinton flew 26 times at least to an island with Jeffrey Epstein. You know, just a interesting thing to measure against, right? And these families are back in the political arena. Hallelujah. The other day, CNN put out a story and they were like, Biden administration has approved the process to open up the overflow facilities for immigrant children. Open up overflow facilities for immigrant children. That sounds like children in cages, but put nicely. So a big yikes. A big, big yikes. But there's no outrage. There's no outrage on Instagram or anything like that right now because, you know, people only respond to what they see on the media. And it's one thing today and the next day they're over it. From one thing to another. It's just a mob of people who are so happy with their own life that they are obsessed with everything else outside of that. That everything in their life is so in order that they get to go around and tell other people how they should live and how they've done wrong and how they should be. What to say and what not to say and how to say it. People are policing each other. It's nuts. And I took a little fun fact from Reddit the other day where it was talking about how the mainstream media switched the narrative from class differences to race differences back in 2000, whenever Occupy Wall Street was in America. And it put people more against each other than putting people against the bigger, I don't know, entities. So it's all interesting because, yeah, if people were united together, it'd be fucking worrisome for people. It would be worrisome for the people in Congress. It would be worrisome for people in the White House because people do have the power to make change happen. We're seeing it happen with the market in America where everybody decided to buy a bunch of stock and GameStop and AMC and Blockbuster and put a bunch of money into dog coins and whatever the fuck and to manipulate the market and companies and make them go bankrupt and like really disrupt some shit. So it is possible when people put their minds to it and unite over a common cause, they can do it. But then as long as we're distracted with these made up differences, when we're made to feel obsessed about our genders and make such a big deal about who our identity is and to like categorize ourselves into these little labels and like judge others for who they are and see everything through the eyes of race and fairness when in nature, none of that exists. Get them obsessed with conceptual differences that aren't really real and let us fucking take all the money and control them and they're not gonna ever say anything because we control where they speak to each other we control where they access information how they access information what kind of information the tone of the information it's just all over you they put out documentaries and news articles with music in the background getting you emotionally riled up every headline has calculated words to get people emotionally riled up these are no accidents but fuck it who cares 
It's too much. Give me an ice cream. Give me a feed and I'll scroll through it till my thumbs come off. And I won't say anything. And if I do, I will be silenced within seconds. And if there was any hope for people to achieve freedom, especially in a country like Iran, that hope seems to be diminishing. At least the hope of a change happening in a civil way. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we need to turn to our shamans. Because they seem like they have it figured out. They have their house. They're bartering with each other. They all have bicycles. They have a toilet. They got a bridge. They got a roof over their head. And they're doing it. And they're not even getting COVID. They don't even have to wear masks around each other. But then if I, saw, if I see my aunt, she's going to wear two gloves, three masks, and a parka. Parka? Parka. So who's more free? Who's more rich? I don't know. Pretty interesting. Well, that took a turn. I'm going to go drink some water and clean the house and then see whatever the fuck else comes up. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.